0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 199 Processed Food Confusion by Nia Shanks of NiaShanks.com. And I'm your host and personal narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey, it's Thursday again. Welcome back to another episode of Optimal Health Daily, the podcast where I read blogs to you, just like an audiobook, every weekday. Oh man, I am in so much trouble right now. I forgot to wish my niece a very happy birthday. Her birthday was yesterday, the 19th. So I'm trying to make it up right now by wishing my niece a very, very happy birthday. I promise I'll buy you an extra gift that's super pretty to make up for it. Now, really quickly, if you want to help support this show financially or otherwise, come by our website, oldpodcast.com to see how. I'll give you a short reminder at the end. So for now, Let's hear this post from Nia as we optimize your life. Processed Food Confusion by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. I recommend avoiding processed foods altogether. but This is where things get really confusing for people who are trying to learn more about nutrition, body composition, and improving their health. Everything is relative, and it all comes down to you discovering and doing what works best for you. If you want to follow a paleo, vegan, vegetarian, low-carb, high-carb, low-fat, nutrient timing, carb cycling, intermittent fasting, or any other diet method, then that's fine. Just do what works for you and whatever makes you happy and improves your health. No single method will appeal to everyone. I've tried several of those methods myself, but I've finally found what works best for me, eating whole, natural foods for the majority of my meals and eating certain foods depending on my activity levels for the day. For example, on days I don't strength train, I get carbohydrates from fruits and vegetables only. But on days I lift, I may eat some grains in the form of cereal, Ezekiel bread, oatmeal, etc. I prefer to keep my nutrition guidelines basic, just like my strength training principles, in order to keep things stress-free. I like to get the biggest bang for my training buck by focusing on the big compound exercises. Similarly, I like to get the biggest bang for my nutrition buck by eating whole foods because they are of higher quality and provide more nutrients. But back to the topic of processed food confusion. It's all a matter of personal opinion. For example, the only bread I buy is Ezekiel bread. Yes, it is still a processed food, but the ingredients are more natural than most breads found in stores. Plus, the grains are sprouted, which makes them more easily digestible. Listen to the ingredients on the label for yourself. Ezekiel bread, seven sprouted grains. Ingredients, organic sprouted wheat, filtered water, organic malted barley, organic sprouted barley, organic sprouted oats, organic sprouted millet, organic sprouted corn, organic sprouted brown rice, fresh yeast, organic wheat gluten, sea salt. Compare that to most breads found in your supermarkets that are filled with dyes, chemical agents, and other stuff you can't even pronounce. I also prefer almond and coconut milk instead of traditional cow's milk. Again, this is all because of personal preference. It's also not uncommon for me to eat a big bowl of Cheerios after I train. You may have completely different personal preferences when it comes to certain foods that you eat on a regular basis. Bottom line, if you're in doubt on what to do when it comes to nutrition, I would start by keeping things simple. Eat mostly whole, natural foods you can find in nature, such as, Grass fed wild meats like beef, venison, bison, etc. Free range poultry like chicken or turkey. Wild caught fish, not farm raised. Plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. Whole grains like oatmeal, wild and brown rice, sprouted grains, etc. I'm in no way saying these tips are the holy grail of nutrition. They're just simple tips I use and recommend that produce great health and fitness results. It's up to you to decide which processed foods you want to include in your diet cereals, protein powders, milks like almond milk or coconut milk, and other items. Just find what works best for you. Now, many of the foods I previously mentioned, especially meats, you won't be able to find in your nearest superstore. They primarily sell factory farm meat, which is greatly lacking in quality and possibly nutrition. But if you do your homework, you can find some of these local foods at local markets, like Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, or even local farmer's markets. In my opinion, you are better off spending your money on grass-fed, farm-raised meats than organic fruits and vegetables. Nutrition doesn't have to be complicated. Start out simple and then adapt things to fit your lifestyle and personal preferences. You just listened to the post titled Processed Food Confusion by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I completely agree with Nia in that there is a lot of confusion with regards to processed foods. I also agree that if we can, whenever possible, consume foods that are in their least processed state, that would be great. But there are exceptions to this. I don't know if you recall me talking about salt and the varieties of salt that we can find on supermarket shelves nowadays. The processing of salt may actually improve our health. Adding iodine to salt may actually be beneficial even in the US. Plus, by processing salt, they remove some trace minerals, some are good, but others not so good that may affect our health. For example, I mentioned this before, Himalayan salt has found to have plutonium in it. That's probably one we don't wanna get a whole lot of in our diets. So when you hear the term processed, don't automatically think bad. What you wanna do is think more about, okay, how was this processed? What did they take away? And the other thing I wanted to mention was Nia stated that you may wanna consider spending your money on buying organic grass-fed meats and maybe not worrying so much about picking organic fruits and vegetables. I would say that selecting organic fruits and vegetables is still a good idea, but you can be kind of choosy about which ones. So for those with thick peels, like an orange or banana, peels that you're not gonna eat, avocado. You don't really need to be too concerned about buying organic there. Yes, there are the use of pesticides that we wanna keep in mind, but if we're thinking about overall health and what are we gonna get exposed to, because you're gonna have to peel those foods, you're not gonna get exposed to as many pesticides. But when you're purchasing foods like berries, for example, I would say buy organic. If you want a helpful guide, about which foods, which produce to buy organic versus maybe ones you don't have to worry about as much, go to ewg.org, ewg.org. Or you can always Google the Dirty Dozen. That'll pull up a list of those 12 foods, usually produce, that are highest in pesticide residues. We'll put a link on our website. Now, once again, if you wanna help keep this podcast running, we have a small list of things you can do to help. You can find the how to help page at oldpodcast.com or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash support. Anything listed there would be a huge help to us. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber to the show. Thank you for helping us out. Episode 200 is going to be another special episode that's tomorrow so stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits hello life optimizer this is justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and optimal living daily the brother podcast of this one literally i'm dr neil's brother if you like the format of this show you'll love optimal living daily too where i also read to you from blogs but cover other topics like personal development finance and minimalism